Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. <laughs> and now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. Fred, are they putting a carpet down over on the other side? Oh, yeah. How's that going it's, for you? It's going very quickly in some areas, it's, and it smells nice. Oh, good. And uh, they just did a big studio in, like, two hours. They did great. But, but Fred has been displaced today, and it's not, it's not a fun situation. <laughs> Fred, I, 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 was, I heard about this, and I'm very sorry. Have, how long have they kicked you out for? Oh, it, it wasn't bad at all. Okay. Oh, you're back in already? Uh, I'm back in now. Did maybe, they comment? Maybe five hours. Did they comment on all of your folders? Uh, <laughs> no, but I saw someone from the newsroom taking pictures of them <laughs> because I had all my folders out of the filing cabinet. And they were all over the studio table. Uh-huh. And I guess they wanted to document yeah. um, how stupid they You know, if we, if we do a display, and I think we should at some point for Fred at the Radio Hall of Fame, it would be so easy to put together. It's just a bunch of manila folders, yes. a microphone, yes. uh, some Sharpies, yes. right? Uh, Fred went through a phase where he had orange folders. Remember that? No, I'm, Are I'm you in, still in That's it? all they're yeah. providing yeah. right now. Okay. It's very. It's kind of a nice change, Fred, a little uplift Thanks. here in the winter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, on this day in history... 67 years ago, Elvis recorded this song. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be, I'll be just a lonely baby. 1956. Okay, this later became Elvis's first million seller. Did you know that? No. Doesn't surprise me. Some room. I'm curious. Um, in the Golden Globes tonight? Is that tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, it's tonight. tonight. Um, Elvis nominated heavily. We'll see what happens. Did you? Because it's you in the did watch it. I love what it. your thoughts. One of my yes. favorite films of the year. Friend, I really liked it a lot. Did you watch it, I, Abby? No, I didn't get the chance to. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I yet. think for for a lot of people, it was it was hit or miss in the standpoint. You kind of have to buy into the tone that Boz Lerman as a director, is setting. I did. It took me about 10 minutes, and once I was in, it was a great ride. Does the actor sing, or is it Elvis that, you know, and he's doing the lip-syncing? No, he sings a little wow. bit of it as well, is my understanding. Austin... He uh, looked good. Butler. Austin Butler. You know? He's great. Okay. He looked really good. Uh, also, 24 years ago, in 1999, this show premiered on HBO. You can tell... Oh, The Sopranos. I was a big fan of The Sopranos. Fred, Sopranos, yes, Uh, no. Yes, but it just got really, really bloody violent. Yeah, it did. And so I kind of got out after that. uh, that, You went back to Gilligan's Island. (laughs) (laughs) I need that. Safer there, Fred. I need that. Yeah, 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 I understand. 
Abby, did you know about Sopranos? Was your um, parents into the? Yeah. Was your parents? What is happening to me? Were your parents into it? I believe both my parents liked it, but I've never seen an episode, so it, it might be something worth revisiting. At least at the early part, where it's not too bloody. Is it bloody at the beginning, friend? I think it's intermittently bloody. Yeah. Look, the, what I would say with with a show like The Sopranos, and one of the reasons I loved it so much is, outside of the the characters were fascinating, dynamic. Gandolfini was so good. But it was also that element of the what I would refer to as the holy blank moments. And uh-huh. the Sopranos, they, they'd have maybe an episode that wouldn't be a whole lot happening. And then all of a sudden they'd whack, literally whack up the side of the head with something that was just like, I can't believe <laughs> oh, they yeah, just did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's part of the appeal, yes. right? You didn't know when it was coming. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's actually and a really the, good the point. The was was Phenomenal. just fantastic. It really was. It is just for the acting alone, Abby. It, w- it would be worth it to go back. I wonder where it is now. It's it's almost like someone on Sue's News should have looked that up. And well, it's on put HBO. that in it's her on story. All the HBO Max. Oh, you have HBO you. Max. Okay. You have everything. Okay. And I know we just talked about it, uh, but I was going to bring up the fact that California in the rain, the president has declared an emergency in California. They've had the rain, the high winds. Did you know 12 people have passed away? They've had more people die than from wildfires in the past few years. That's how bad it is. Um, Outages, power outages. uh, It seems odd to call these winter storms, but that's what they are, even though it's just rain. The town of Montecito, California, is under an evacuation order due to all the rain and the flooding. Now, the residents, of course, include Harry and Megan. What are they to do? Oh, no. (laughs) Along with Oprah, Rob Lowe, Adam Levine, Gwyneth Paltrow, and George Lucas. (laughs) They all live there and have to evacuate. Fortunately, they can afford a hotel or somewhere else. Apparently, Ellen and Portia de Rossi live there, too. And Ellen says their home is on higher ground, so they're allowed to shelter in place. You think, um, how do we refer to, is it King William now? Is it King or King Charles? King, King Charles. Charles. And yeah. then, well, I just wonder if they're, if they're William. concerned about Harry's home, they would welcome him back with open arms well, after the sure. 60 Minutes interview in the book, wouldn't they? Well, let's think. Does his wife want to go there? No. I'm not sure she's made that clear. I don't think so. Huh. Do, you yeah. think, do you think Prince Harry, or just Harry, is blaming Prince William for the storms? Probably. Probably. That's a very good <laughs> point, Fred. Yeah. Yeah. take climate change seriously enough, probably. Well, somehow, <laughs> Harry is a victim of it, and uh, his entire family has caused whatever the issue is. Uh, I read a story today about Orkin, who has just posted its 2023 list of the top cities for your friends and mine. Oh, I need insect news. Sorry. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Are you ready for it now? <laughs> I think that Sue would have thought of that earlier, Are you too. Ready for it right now? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. It's time for Insect News. There you go. I so love that. Yeah, we thought we were going to use that one time, and now it's, it's just a regular staple here. Yes, at yes, Joe's. it is. It's the the top cities for bed bugs. Well, because you did say Orkin, right? Yeah, I okay. did. That's, that's what I remember. Each year, Orkin rank, ranks the top 50 cities for bed bugs by looking at how many people had to use exterminators over the past 12 months. <clears throat> Chicago, number one. Number two, New York City. Number three, Philadelphia. So uh, they uh, actually dropped from second last year. The rest of the top ten, Cleveland, L.A., Detroit, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and randomly, Columbus, Ohio. (laughs) I feel left out because we always lead the way, like in STDs and all kinds of things. How can we not lead the way here, St. Louis? Come on. We are great. Where's your bedbug game, St. Louis? (laughs) 
And I, uh, Fred gave me this story yesterday, and I kind of liked it. There's a Connecticut, fa- uh, Connecticut family. That's a ringing endorsement. Yes. I kind of liked it. No, I mean, I kind of liked it, Fred. Oh, okay. Not right. Woohoo, you know. Do I ever do woohoo? No. A Connecticut family who found a black bear hibernating under their deck has decided not to bother him. Provided he behaves properly, they're just going to leave him there. Vincent and his girlfriend <laughs> were in their backyard more than a week ago when the dog started growling at something close to the pool. And when they went to investigate, a black bear stared back at them from beneath the pool's deck. Now, according to Vincent, quote, he's been super chill. He doesn't seem to want to go back to the forest. Tyler, the sister of this guy, uploaded a video of the bear to TikTok, which received over 13 million views as of Saturday. So now they're really not going to do it. And Vincent said that a Department of Environmental Protection employee in Connecticut advised him, listen, just leave that thing, leave the bear there. And if there aren't any problems, and he'll just probably get up and be gone by the end of the month. So if you find a black bear, I'm not sure this applies to all of us. Just leave him. But maybe they have enough land. I don't know. And keep an eye on your dog. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. I was going to say, that poor dog, he must be terrified. Oh, I'd find another way out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, that's no kidding. Where does um, hibernation play into all this? Do we know? Well, that, that, that's it. He's supposed to be hibernating under there. But I didn't realize that they would get up at the end of January. No, Doesn't I didn't that seem early? Yes, that's what yeah. I mean. I mean, it, so, so it's just, is it because of the weather out there? I don't know. It just feels different? Yeah, I don't know. But they're going to leave him unless he causes problems, and we'll see if that happens. And there's an article out today that there is a trick called five to one ratio that is the key to keeping everyone happy and satisfied in personal and professional relationships. Here's how it works. Basically, for every one negative interaction, you need five positive ones from the same person to continue Whoa. to be okay. <laughs> Mark, how are Keep we doing? Keep your mouth shut, Fred. <laughs> Poor Fred. That means... Uh, he's going to have to run into like 20 or 25 people every day, isn't he? I don't even know how that's possible. I know that, you know what? It may have to be five positive ones from you. I think that's how it works. Oh, I thought it was like no. counteracting. So uh, for every... Ne- oh, that's impossible. I'm just going to be honest with you there. That wraps up Sue's news. That's kind of depressing. What? Sorry, Fred. Sorry about that. Don't mean to do it. Was that your random fact, though? Nope. Oh, do you want to do that? Well, if you play the music. Ah, you can still do it here. Here, listen. Well, they say even a smile <laughs> or a joke is enough to make things better, Mark. You could do that. Maybe. Basically, for every one negative interaction, you need five. I guess it doesn't have to come from you, but that would okay, help. Good, good. And it works for marriages, friendship, and professional situations. I thought we would bring that up for Fred's benefit. Thank you. As long as the positive to negative ratio is five to one, you'll be all good. So, I need to broaden my base of, of people <laughs> Abby and now. I can only do so much, Mark. I'm just saying. And finally, in Sue's news, today's random fact. 97% of federal cases and 94% of state cases end with plea bargains, not a verdict. That's a lot. You could write that down. 97% is a lot. 97.1%. Thank you very much. 423. <laughs> Get more at 971talk.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.